0: Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, and I'll tell you something else. Let me tell you something. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Yes, I Can I tell you something? Question. No, no, look at me. Let me tell you something before you even start in. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something else, and don't you ever forget this. Tell me something I don't know.
1: Deteriorating subway service opens up a new area of discord between Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo. The mayor vowing to propose his own plan to fix mass transit if the governor doesn't do something.
2: This is New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo. I'm sponsoring today's episode of Humor and the Abject because I am trying to figure out how to communicate with people in New York City to ride the subway. Listen, I understand that you are frustrated. I contacted humor and the abject because I need to set the record straight. The subway system is massively underfunded and out of date. I don't see how that's my problem. I have not been the governor for the whole time the subway has been a subway. Recently, we added fucking wireless internet and cell service to the trains. That's something I am responsible for. But you little cuck warriors have decided to say thanks by life-tweeting every goddamn minor delay in service and calling me names. I've been called a ghoul, a harlot, Rivers Kumo's dad, a dick farmer, a fire engine humping cum dumpster. I am a human. And I can feel pain. Please stop harassing me over Twitter. My family is dying. If you really hate the subway so much, why don't you buy a fucking car and move to New Jersey? Thanks for listening. This has been New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo. I 100% approve this message. Feel free to tweet me about it if you've got a fucking problem. My handle is at NYGovCuomo. Okay, I've got to bounce. It's time for me to record my own podcast called Cuomo Town. Who the fuck do you think you are? You want not letting me or not letting me do shit. All right, here's a little fucking cheat sheet for you.
3: It's never gonna be me and you and your sister and Shine fucking playing house up there.
2: Alright? You got it? Get that in your fucking head. I'm tired of your one way fucking bullshit. If you wanna see me again, come down and visit me in Florida.
1: Well, holy cow. Politics is wild as hell. But, anyways, thanks for tuning in again this week to Humor and the Abject. We're super excited for our fifth episode. Your host, Sean J. Patrick Carney, is being joined today by a co-host that you all know and love. She was the first guest on the podcast. Oh hell yeah. It's Darcy Wilder. Also known on Twitter as. At three hundred thirty-three trillion three hundred thirty-three billion three hundred thirty-three million four hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three. Twice the hosting. Twice the fun. By the way, We've been getting a lot of emails lately asking exactly who the fuck I am. My name is Staff Onley and I am the studio manager for the Humor and the Abject podcast. Let's turn it over to Sean.
0: I'm Ira Glass. Welcome to Jackass. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Humor and the Abject. This week's guest is a good friend of mine, the artist Ezekwe Mohammed. You may know Ezekwe from his project Jimmy's Thrift of New Davenheim that's been installed in all types of different iterations. He's also a very talented photographer. Uh, He's the photo author of the series From Here On Out, as well as Frequent Aberrations. He's got a solo show up right now at Long Gallery in Harlem through August 13th. It's called Armor Photography Studio House Visits Welcome. Highly recommend that you go and check that out. Darcy Wilder is joining me this week as co-host, and we got to spend about an hour with him. We hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, here's our conversation with Ezequiel Muhammad. Several years ago, um, my tote bag was filled with sand, and this didn't even happen in Miami. It was when we got back, the night that we got back, and I put an open beer in my tote, and tried to walk to the train with it <laughs> and, spilled, <laughs> an Come and on, spilled, spilled an entire Heineken in uh, my bag, didn't know, and left it overnight, and then woke up the next morning and was like, why the fuck is my computer turning on? <laughs> and then I took it into the Apple store, and the Genius Bar guy, he was like blown away. He was like, this is the first time I've seen mud <laughs> on like a motherboard before. Cool. And so, yeah, but, cool. But I got it fixed, and then uh, apparently, at the time, I thought, Uh, smartly to pay the little bit of extra money and extend the warranty, which I had no idea that I had done. So when I took this computer, and A, it was under warranty to get looked at, but B, it was a known, known, some little cable just disconnected, and they just put it back together. So it was free to fix. But I had a a fucking minor meltdown last week, like at the beginning of recording Aaron Markey in my computer, completely shit the bed. And on the way over here, I was walking down Greenpoint Ave, and I met Tracy Morgan. (laughs) And I was so excited. Be- yeah. He was... I mean... Sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah. I guess I had like a hard reset He's, button. That's, <laughs> he's, yeah. si- he's
0: sitting outside what? a trailer on Greenpoint Avenue, and I'm so intimidated because I've been, you know, watching um, Tracy Morgan it's, for it's, two it's decades. Tracy Morgan, yeah. And... I just kind of stopped and I was like, dude, say hi to him. You're not, you know, and I said, uh, Mr. Morgan, uh, you know, I Mr. Don't, Mr. Morgan, I don't want
1: to,
0: I don't want <laughs> to picture anything, but I just wanted to say like, you know, um, welcome back first of all, and you're a really big inspiration. And, uh, I, I've been a fan for 20 years, man. Like Brian Fellows, uh, just flipping out about <laughs> Brian <laughs> Fellows as like a kid and he goes, and he goes." <laughs> I fucking love you, my dude. <laughs> and, I <was> like, <laughs> and I was like, just walk away and I was like, That's such good luck. That's such yeah. good luck. And then I got here my computer fucking crashed. And I was like, Well, I guess, you know, only one nice thing can happen to you and then it has to be No,
3: no, no because then you took it in. Oh yeah. It's extended. Mm-hmm. You gotta You're think right. about it as okay, a longer event. Yeah. yeah, the events aren't short. The Time events is are a long.
0: flat circle.
4: It's but like no the end of something.
0: No, no, that's that's Rust Cole from True Detective. But Whoa, brutal. Yeah, let's get let's get the show going. Uh, okay. <laughs> seems like
4: a prestige television reference. <laughs> is a
0: pre- that's a prestige as fuck television reference. Um <laughs> Welcome to uh, this is episode five of Human the Abject, and today in the studio I have a very special guest, Ezekwe Mohammed. Uh, welcome, Ezekwe. Hi. Uh, and also joining me today is Darcy Wilder, who was the first guest, and who is here hanging out with me is you know doing um, co-hosting duty.
4: Sick. Yeah. I. Yep. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Hi. Darcy that's, Wilder. That's wonderful. Darcy? Da- yeah. Does any. Does anybody? Sorry, I'm fucking with the levels here. Does anybody have uh, any any quick updates that they want to put out into the world while I uh, just tweak the gain over here for just a second?
3: What about uh, updates like stuff that's happening? Yes, I got a bunch of free cheese yesterday. <laughs> that was really tight. Uh, <coughs> what ty- could what you type? type s- of cheese? Could you unpack? There's a that lot a of bit? different <laughs> cheeses. There's a lot of cheeses. <laughs> um, I'm a I'm a, a big fan slash collaborator with a, a Beverly's Bar. Yeah, yeah. Any other bar, but also mm-hmm. an art collective, which is how beautiful of those two things can happen. We had a, a barbecue and a parade yesterday at the bar. Yeah, so we made a parade across the street from Hester Street because for many of us, uh, yesterday the July Fourth is a tough a tough day. <laughs> And one of the things that uh, one of the owners remembers being a really chill moment, uh, Leah Dixon. She's a name names. Yeah, she's a she's a (laughs) Midwesterner. Everybody in her uh, few block town radius would make floats, and then you got candy thrown at you. It was a whole thing. None (laughs) of it makes any sense to me, but absolutely incredible. Uh, And she was like, "I this holiday is tough." I want to do something that feels uh, amazing with the people that I care about and then offer that amazing feeling to other surrounding humans, right? Mm-hmm. So we spent a few hours making floats which are absolutely terrifying. Uh, <laughs> um, somebody brought Trump the game, which we've all seen at thrift stores but no one's ever purchased cuz why? But I don't know. Wait, I don't know what, what, is what that, that is. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a board game that says, and you know, the black and gold, uh, Trump the game. The picture of him is in his 20s. He looks pretty amazing. Is so, so it a like, board game? Yeah, it's a board game.
4: Is it from the 80s?
3: It looks like late 80s, <laughs> early 90s. <laughs> oh my God. Because um, uh, before, <laughs> before all of this number 45 stuff started, um, he was a joke we could all afford to ignore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I had the, the privilege to see him speak. And the early two thousands, uh, and he was an amazing speaker. I, I have no qualms about saying that. It was what a wealth, happened since then? It was a wealth seminar with him and Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a birthday present at the Jacob Javits Center. Oh my god! Um, Another
4: was, noteworthy place to, uh, later the on. The Center. Yeah.
3: That's yeah. still I. My dad was a security guard there growing up, so almost all of my toys came from expos. Uh, mm. They were the they were the demos that were left behind after the
0: thing. So That would
4: be so fun for a kid. Um, most of
3: them weren't in great shape. Can but, I ask? I... No,
0: thanks, Dad. It was still really chill. Did Tony Robbins curse a lot?
3: I Sorry, sorry. I got really really, really <laughs> excited. I <laughs> got really excited. Um, I didn't actually get to see Tony Robbins, because I got given some kind of weird free ticket that as far as I'm aware slash remember, I didn't get the Tony Robbins portion, but I only got the Trump portion.
4: Huh. It seems like you got trumped out of the Tony Robbins. <laughs> oh, there
3: uh, it is. There it is. Wow. Sean, wow. Um, I'm going to leave a small space, but you have to insert a, like a like a, like, a, like a thing.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, oh like a stinger? Yeah, yeah I can do a stinger, yeah, like a thing. Right? Or a, an air horn? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. we can discuss actual sound <laughs> effect usage later. Off mic, off mic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's insane that you saw Trump and Tony Robbins yeah. um, it but was
3: really it was it was really great but, but the, the, what about the cheese The um, <laughs> so we we made our we made our floats we did like a you know block and a half parade route gave some toys to some children it was very pleasant um, I brought a bunch of food a lot of people brought a bunch of food but at the end of it there was still food left which is which is great it just means that everybody that came was a respectable human and brought things and there was extra stuff yeah but nobody wanted to keep it, because Beverly's is still a working establishment and doesn't have a fridge that's like full of yogurt and cheeses. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, hi! I ended up with a bunch of free cheese. Thank you, everybody involved. What type of the cheese? Um, um, uh Half of it I brought. Half was the rest. But all of the cheese in total, it was uh, American, Munster, provolone, cheddar brie and mozzarella
4: That's so many, cheeses.
3: That's a lot of cheeses. But none of the none of the crazy <coughs> ones. Mm-hmm. None, of, none of the crazy ones. Mm-hmm. They're N- all no Humboldt m- fog. No, thank you. Um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gazer, right? I don't. None. I picked it up, I put it back down cuz no thank you. Mm-hmm. Um but most of my cheese knowledge comes from the the Pinky and the Brain um saga. <laughs> cheeses of the world. Oh that man. That? He names all of the world cheeses. I
0: used to be able to do when I was a kid, I could do the whole Animaniacs country song. I can only do the Western Hemisphere, though, okay, yeah. and I mm. feel like it wouldn't really be up to date. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> like, there's, be uh, there's been some significant oof. changes since. I that. remember when
4: that got tweeted out when Lindsay Lohan had a did like a weird accent <clears> or like <throat> like not she. It was a. It was. People were trying to figure out what accent she was going for because it was a mix of everything, and then they were circulating that an that <laughs> almost said animorphs, but uh, also
3: an incredible. Thank you,
4: animorphs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but
3: uh, no, I mean, I still know all the. I still actively listen to all of the the animaniacs slash space Ghosts slash freakazoid. That's my, my work music outside of uh, Metallica, so Sean Price and Mob Deep, it's, uh <laughs> Space Ghost, um, uh, Freakazoid and uh Animaniacs.
4: Yeah. Dot is like a great our only role model.
3: Strong role model. Yeah. Very strong role model. Independent.
4: Mhm. Uh bubbly but fa- not
3: family person, mm-hmm. right? Right? Strong family values. Yes. And as uh, most women are are, are faulted with Saving all of the horrible men that try to ruin everyone's lives, and they're not taking credit for it. Mm-hmm.
4: And she lives in like the squat that they live in. And I feel <laughs> like when there's a portrayal of like squatters, it's always it's always like these dudes, and it's just like no, Dot. Dot is down with like
0: dots and squat C. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
4: <laughs> like C squat. Sorry, rent them.
0: Clearly, I don't.
4: Yeah. <laughs> clearly,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not squats, squats. <laughs> I feel like somebody has to have brought this up before But uh, Yakko and Wacko are anarcho-capitalists Like, <laughs> for down. sure Hands Like, down. they're insane
4: But Dot's chill
0: mm-hmm. You had to offset that
4: Is Dot a member of the wing?
0: <laughs> Whoa. I just learned. I just learned what that was the other day I just, I've been There's been a lot of fun jokes about it And I've uh, chuckled to Do you mean pretend. the show? No <laughs>
4: Oh, that no. was why
3: I laughed. It's I it. was like, that show was incredible. It's a,
0: it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's
4: a women's co-working space. It's a co-working Whoa, space yeah. it to, where women. It's um it's like in the like Gramercy. Okay. I've I've been known to be seen there sometimes.
0: If anybody's trying to find Darcy out in the wild. Oh,
4: you can you can find me at the wing.
0: Take. That's pretty cool.
4: Um uh anyway, but yeah. Well
0: I wanted uh, to ask Ezequiel about <laughs> food to elaborate a little bit because did I see um are you putting together a cookbook? I don't want to do. I don't need to scoop you or get an exclusive, but I might have seen. I might have seen a tweet about a cookbook that. This
3: is correct. See, <laughs> I, I always forget that there are a few people that actually find me in that particular space, so <laughs> which I feel like I can hide in the most. <laughs> but uh, yes, sir, I am, and this, uh, mistakenly but on purpose, ties into your question about updates. Mm-hmm. So. There's a bunch of. It's been a wacky year. There's a bunch of stuff coming up, but there's uh, one that I will fast forward to, and then we can backtrack. Um, I have a solo show opening at the Knockdown Center in September.
0: I did not know that. Yes, cool. this is a
3: very awkward way to announce this information, <laughs> but uh, but here we are. I'm very happy, mildly terrified, uh, but very pleased. It's going to be the third, maybe three point five. St- I don't know what what the extra part the th or st um, uh, installation of Jimmy's thrift the, nice. the thrift store that yeah. um, I've made for the town that I um, I can say hang out in I think that's the best way to say it. So um, what one part <laughs> of uh one part of this current uh, iteration of Jimmy's thrift is uh, which also uh, Jimmy's thrift is a thrift store based in the town that I've uh, put together. The town is called New Davenheim. The name is an average of the five most densely populated black cities in America. Um, one one of you uh, people can you know ask a thing, and I'll talk more, but that uh, doesn't matter. Um, part of the thrift store, you have records, you have books, um, there's some kind of clothing thing, right? I've always been clothe light, because that's, a tough tough thing to get into but <coughs> um i wanted to have a um a library and it was always books and i've ignored it cuz it's a very difficult uh area to delve into as i i make the majority of the items but since uh, the knockdown center has been so cool and and supportive uh, and it's a good chunk of space i actually have the physical space and the mental space uh, cuz i've known about this for a while to make yeah, uh, the library. So the cookbooks are going to be one portion of this larger library. Uh, the two cookbooks that I have on the fire right now, one is called uh, White Meals in Black Homes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other one is I Hate Salad 2. <laughs> right?
0: Like Does I it... Hate Salad, comma T O O, or Number Two.
3: Well, I think the I think the latter,
0: right? Um, the sequel to the. <laughs>
3: Yeah, because you can you hear the first, but then you see the latter. If you hear the first, you're not going to hear the other one. <coughs> so one gives you two titles, and the other one leaves <laughs> you with one.
0: Um, and you've done okay. So the three point fifth, yeah, time because um, you did it at you did it at Spring Break. Mm-hmm. You did it in Jamaica Queens. Yeah, at what was that place uh, called?
3: As, um, well, there wasn't. It was with an organization called No Longer Empty and they take spaces that are underused usually commercial spaces and then build arts programming that is community focused mm-hmm. so this was in a uh, old clothing store that was on a pedestrian mall that is still fully functioning this was w- one of the stores was empty so, we went in there. So, the name of this space for the time we were there was called uh, the Co Exchange. Mm-hmm. So, I, it was a, a reasonably large group show. And I don't know if any of you guys shop in those like old style uh, Spanish retail stores <laughs> where you walk in. All the way to your back left are the uh, changing rooms. Uh, if you look from the front of the store all the way to the back on a raised kind of built-out platform of the registers, and if you look straight up, there's a big piece of glass where there's a security booth. It's it's a straight format. This is one of those, right? So when you look up into what the security booth window is, that's where I was. And then that whole space was one of the thrift stores.
0: Oh, nice. Wow. And then, um, and it's a mixture of You create a lot of the, you fictionalize a lot of the pieces that are in it, but you're also collecting different things too, right? Yeah, totally. totally. And then were you, can you talk a little bit about being in the space while it's happening? Because I know that you were there, like during spring break, you were there pretty much the whole time and interacting with everybody and what what that's about. So it's, um,
3: the two, the first two versions were, while conceptually very similar physically couldn't be a more different rollout, the spring break who have also been very kind to me over the years um, and allowing me space to um, explore uh, the space to explore space. It seems that's fine. Um, (laughs) Spring breaks a sprint. So week ish long, uh, the weekends are the crazy days. Uh, you know how it rolls, right? It's yeah. an art fair. It's a very different art fair, but it's still an art fair, so it makes sense. And uh, Andrew and Amber, who are the founders and head uh, curator of humans, uh, especially for my portion because they have their own batch of humans. I'm one of those uh, people. Uh, are very communicative in terms of here's who's going to be coming these days. This is what we expect to happen if something else happens. Cool, but just so you have a, a loose idea. Right. But yes, I'm there the entire time. Uh, I made a fake store, but it's not a fake store at all. I still have to get there early to sleep <laughs> up. It's it's horrible. It's, I can't believe I did this to myself. Um, but talking about the space and the work and the ideas behind each of the individual items and how they tie together can be pretty tough for somebody that's not uh, physically invested not only in it being the work that I have made, but in offering it to people in a way that is tangible that they can take and leave with, right? Because that's the thing that sticks the most. That's why I think it has legs, because you're able to come there, come back. Multiple people come back. There were five or six people that showed up every day that it was up, and my goal is 30 to 38 minutes of engagement, which is absurd given for a viewer. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid, but it's, it's a real thing. Take a
0: thousand times longer than people look at a painting.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not even West two thousand. What is it? Sixteen seconds? Uh, Eighteen seconds? Right. I think that's the actual I was amount of here time.
0: Museum. It's like seven. <laughs> oh, seven. What? Seven God. seconds or that's something. But I, I really I, that's brutal. Surely an anecdotal number that somebody just based made on up. the punk band. <laughs> yeah, of course, yes, Mr. Kevin Seconds. <laughs> and then, I, I mean, it's off topic. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with more Ezekiel Mohammed.
1: Hello, Gotham City. This is your lawfully elected mayor, Bill De Blasio. Um. Recently, Sean from Humor and the Abject contacted me to let me know that Gov. Cuomo was going to be sponsoring this week's podcast. He also let me know that Gov. Cuomo is talking shit about the subway. I'm not going to let a fucking squeedler who lives in Westchester, a fucking squeedler who married into the Kennedy dynasty, no less, tell those of us who grind daily in Gotham how to express our discontent with the goddamn subway. If Governor Cuomo can't figure out a way to do his fucking job, I'll figure it out for him. He's too busy being in the back pocket of millionaires to care about any of the obviously poor people who would listen to this podcast. Do you remember when I tried to tax rich people and he rejected my idea? That is your governor, folks. He's a clown penis. A neoliberal hype beast. He only passed the Gay Marriage Act because he wanted to get re-elected. He is not your friend. Governor Kuomo huffs Jankum, baby. He punches his own butt every day because it's the only way he can get a stiffy. He thinks it's funny that you have to ride the subway to get to your shitty job. He thinks it's funny that you have student debt and that you hate your little tyrant butt baby boss but have no agency to do anything about it. He is going to treat you like he treated the Harlem deer. He will pretend to care about you. Pretend to care that he can safely relocate you to different parts of the city on the subway. But then, due to stress, you will fucking die. I'm not saying that I think all subway riders should just be euthanized. But I'm saying that whenever Cuomo tosses his little fedora into the ring, something dies. Governor Cuomo is trying to kill you. This has been New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. I most definitely approve this message and am extremely happy that Sean let me communicate it on New York's most popular broadcast. I would absolutely love to hear from each and every one of you on Twitter. Please tweet me as much as physically possible. You can find me on Twitter at Bill de Blasio. Lastly, I just want to say, on the record, that Governor Andrew Cuomo can swallow my chode for lunch and die in front of his godparents. Wage theft rules. To all these 10 special tosses, cheese pickles, onions, on a sesame seed
2: sign. To all these 10 special tosses, cheese pickles, onions, on a sesame seed sign. To all these 10 special tosses, cheese pickles, onions, on a sesame seed sign. I need your help. I can't tell you what it is. You can never ask me about it later, and we're going to hurt some people.
0: Ooh! Somebody stop me! How do those things all fit together?
3: Um. So the 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 version of Spring Break at the version of Jimmy's Thrift at Spring Break was this very, very short sprint that I had to physically be there for the entire time. Otherwise, it just wasn't going to work, right? Um, I'm trying to make sure that people uh, are able to come back, even though that's not a realistic uh, request for humans in any circumstance at all, um, but make it a space where people feel like they're allowed to if they are interested in doing so, right? Uh, and while building it, make sure that there are spaces where they can directly see themselves because it's – if I made – so New Davenheim is uh, – America works great for a lot of people, right? Totally cool. I happen to not be one of them. <laughs> um, if you also aren't, then <laughs> there's a place that you can hang out at to make sure that it's not just me making up shit. I have postcards that people can write back. The front, it's like the traditional American format. Like, greetings from you know New Davenheim, Landa, and then on the back – um, there's quotes is the whole thing and you write a postcard back and the prompt is uh, write a memory of your visit in the form of something you're not getting here but would like to somewhere else hmm. right uh, the more i have to explain it for people the more you probably don't need that which is totally again no problem so with these collective memories from all of these visitors, I get an idea of what the space looks like, and then based on that, I build the thing. Now, within that, making sure that there are pockets of people to be able to enter themselves. Um, so I have these photo albums. People are invited to you know drop off photos from their own you know family experiences or other found experiences. I hand out uh, point and shoot cameras with film in it. Um, I give everybody uh, two rolls of film and a self-addressed stamp envelope. So when you're done, just mail it back to me. Um, you get scans of everything if you want prints, sure. And then those go into the albums as well. So you can walk into a space and see yourself immediately. There are uh, these physical records that I make that are called My First Time, mm-hmm. where I ask people to describe the first time where they realize that they were a brown person of however that rollout is. Some are pleasant, some are a little bit less pleasant oh, so cool, but you just text message me your audio file, I take care of the rest, and then you can walk in, put a physical record on the record player, and then hear your story, or hand it to your friend, and then they can hear it. Or you can sit there with the pile of records and go through all of these other people's stories and hear yours directly next to whoever else's, right? Now, after this first version... Uh, the Wonderful Humans at No Longer Empty asked me to do another one a month and a half later. And I was a little mortified. That's a pretty quick turnaround. That
0: was, was that spring 2016? Yeah. Was that when you were doing yeah, the, was the summer. one at spring break?
3: Yeah, there was a spring into that summer. <laughs> and I can't re-show what I, j- I really just came down from. I so mean, I had to make all new stuff.
0: You know, technically, you could do that.
3: Not cool. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> one, one only. I, I mean, I built a thing that didn't allow me to do so. No, it's a, no. It's a thrift store, right? Fuck! I should have. I should have thought better. Wait,
4: how long did the thrift store take?
3: Oh, what to to build? Yeah. Uh, As Dustin, um, I started building it during my residency at Pioneer Works, mm-hmm. and that was with uh, mm-hmm.
0: Dustin Yellen, who was in the band. I tried to start a rumor that Dustin Yell was in Rancid.
4: Oh, Whoa. I was trying I'm to push remember that it so hard now. It's
0: a, there's a if you look it up rudely. on YouTube, there's some video evidence. Are you serious? Someone. Is it just you on
4: YouTube <laughs> saying <laughs> Dustin Yell was in Rancid? Tough. You can't write
3: yourself out. <laughs>
0: It's okay. We'll fix this. We'll right, fix this. But, okay. so how, but, yeah. No, it's totally
4: true. Just edit it out. But you Just, built
0: it at Pioneer. Dar- Darcy yeah. was asking a good question. I'm so, sorry. Uh, yeah, I built it. I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I built it at
3: Pioneer Works. <laughs> I've been pitching this idea for a while. Uh, nobody bit because there's too many moving parts. Um, it took a while for Dustin to say yes. Eventually, he said yes. Uh, helped finance the thing, which is, uh, again, that's the realest way to show support is with a wallet. <laughs> and really helped out, which is super, super chill. Um... So then, here comes no longer empty, right? I made a thrift store. It needs to have all different shit in it every time. <laughs> so now I'm on a hundred and sixty-fifth in Queens, two-hour <laughs> commute, and the show's up for a month, month and a half, and I'm there uh, two or three days a week. I think it was maybe three or four. I'm like blocked out how much time I was there in my mind because it was uh, wild. But it was crazy to come from literally a month before having a week of just tote bags coming through where everybody can conceptualize. And what's cool, because Spring Break uh, was in the old post office. I'm sorry, I
0: just picked up on what you said. Yeah. The tote bags. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So there you go. There's going to be a few of those. There's going to be a few of those. When
0: you're, when you're one of them, you know, you can't see the forest.
3: Of the trees. <laughs> I also love that phrase. Um, but based on being in the post office, there were a lot of humans that would just come in on a, like, I'm uh, American, I see a line, I stand in it, and then the, whoopsies. For anybody who
0: didn't go to Spring Break, it was the upstairs of Moynihan Station, which is still a functioning post office, but the art fair was upstairs.
3: Right. So, I mean, there are literally people... That would come into my room and be like, I am not sure how I got here. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm glad that I am here. And then um, the version in Jamaica Queens, uh, Jamco Exchange, couldn't have been more different. Uh, they, as an organization, brought in some arts people. For the most part, it was just people from the community. Yeah. Um, every day that I would come in there would be between three and seven children that were the children of the hairdressers that were next door to us. So there was always someone in there, almost always kids. And we're there for a month. So how does something change when it is ideally not for what we believe as the regular art crowd, the people that are used to seeing these things all the time, but you make it at a way that it can still work for hairdressers' kids. And the hairdressers, they come in and they're like, So, um, when are your sale days? It's like, Fuck, I need sale days
0: now. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, cool.
3: I was like, Every Thursday, everything's half off. And they're like, What's the, What are the prices? I was like fuck if i give them real art numbers that's going to be terrible it's like a real dick move i can't
0: do that yeah shit yeah. all right Ex- excuse me movies. this is
3: art yeah no that's that's fucked it yeah. cool. no. that totally sucks it's
0: outstanding no. though, to think about just the art object like it's literally context and yeah. you put it in a different place and a person is like i'm sorry how much is this um like how fuck, much is sachki you. that yeah. You yeah, have you're an asshole <laughs>
3: So I, I always make sure that I but have at least two items <laughs> that are uh, ten dollars or less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Preferably one of them is free, right? So that no one is a no one can walk into the circumstance and leave without being able to take something home, mm-hmm. right? Now what that item is is different from space to space, from time to time, but always something. And for the lady, because the one lady who actually asked if they were a sale is. And I said Thursday, and she was like, "All right, I'll come back Thursday." I was like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna suck." She's gonna really buy everything, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna lose so much money. It's fine, it's okay. This is important. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and I, I told her uh, everything was all the lamps because I make a lot of lamps. Lamps are a hundred dollars, and uh, half off on Thursday, so fifty bucks. Those
0: um, some pretty cool lamps too.
3: Hey, well, you're trying to you're trying to take the loss where it's needed for the gain that's more respectable. Yeah. Right. Um, so between the two, cause I can't imagine what my mind would have done if they were spaced out further, but as far as I was concerned, it was still one event cause the timing was so short between the both. So I've looked at both of them and I was like, okay, cool. So I have all these tote bag humans and then I have all these other people that are selling nutcrackers on the street. Um, nutcrackers, alcoholic, uh, beverages <laughs> sold by dudes in the colored, um, little, um, uh, mm-hmm. Plastic bottles, uh, a that lot the, of times.
4: The frosty. Do you remember the Instagram account that like ripped those, on, ripped them
3: off? No. Oh, yeah. What? The what? Yeah.
0: yeah, there was like a like you could buy them on Instagram, and people no. were just like, "Fuck you!" This is already a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, but were... also good job, humans. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I th- might have also been the police, which is <laughs> <laughs> it's very likely. It's very, it be very likely. B- more specific about which humans.
0: Um yeah, but anyway. Yeah. nutcrackers. Nut so what did you were you just like full production mode between them? Yeah. And you had what? Mm-hmm. How many you had a matter of like what six weeks?
3: About, yeah. yeah. Mm, six, maybe a little less. Um so it's the the hardest part for me is always ideas. Um the idea is the hard part when you set rules for yourself based on what needs to happen, then the rollout's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh for me, the items that go into Jimmy's thrift are the things that hold memory the most. And based on the postcards that I got back and conversations I had with, uh, you know, a variety of humans, the items that fall into these categories are the ones that hold the hand the most: uh, painted items, embroidered things, uh, t-shirts with somebody's name written on the back, uh, whatever the per- the more personal the thing. The more time you can see that was spent in it, the more you're able to either imagine what the life of the person was that created the item. Like, there's one item that I I purchased, and then I made a bunch of other ones after it. It was a a box that just said Chuck on it. And then the inside, it was engraved uh, from Lisa. A lady gave it to this human named Chuck. The box was painted pretty beautifully. It was, it was awkward, but it was it was made horribly, but it was a beautiful item. But there's a reason that Lisa gave that to Chuck. What was to go in it was probably a very specific thing. Who gave it back to the thrift store? Because thrift stores aren't places where things are garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's garbage, you put it in the trash. If it's yeah. something that makes it to the thrift store you have some emotional attachment to it and you want somebody else to be able to enjoy it as it goes on. You're hoping they can have some kind of further life. Or it is garbage, but you don't think that it is. And you find out that it is when it doesn't sell from the store. Because the only thing that sells from the store is the stuff that the population that's closest to that store buys. The stuff that comes in is generally from a population that's close. The same population buying and selling at most of the thrift stores. Kind of a library, right? Mm -hmm. So you get a portrait of the town in the sense that the stuff that comes in is the stuff that people feel like is still their memories and their stories and things they can't get rid of or hope to have a further life. But the only things that are those things are the things that sell. Between the future wants and the past needs and memories... You find out who actually lives in this place and what their lives are, right? So if I make these items, it's okay. So production mode's not really a problem because that's a pretty straightforward rollout of items.
0: Yeah. And you're responding too to all the, I mean, you're getting feedback in real time and also after the fact. And so yes. you've got a template to go forward with.
3: Yeah. It makes it really easy. Um, So again, this being ostensibly one event, two very different, but ostensibly one event, um, one of the things that I found was missing uh, that didn't make sense to me. uh, Because you're you're wrong until proven right, and once you're proven right, you probably didn't ask the right people because you're probably still wrong.
0: Right. (laughs) Um, I just... (laughs) 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, that's that's my outlook on, on yeah. almost everything.
4: I would buy it on a embroidered pillow.
3: Yeah. All right, my, um, September. <laughs> <laughs> see, you at, see you at Knockdown Center. Yeah. Uh, um,
4: I have a question. Of course. Okay. Um, with all of that, how much of it is inspired by getting a reaction or specific reaction? And how did that, like... And, like, if so, how did that follow you through each
3: show? What type there were many reactions mm-hmm. there are many reactions um, some positive, some not so positive um, the not so positive ones always stick more than the positive ones, right? but if it's only positive ones, you're doing something wrong. Um, there was uh, there was a lady what? 40s of some sort, you know, she was there with her lady partner, and somehow she just brought it up that gays weren't uh, present enough in this space, and never for any moment during this time was... I'm trying to address any one batch of human because the people that need to not be here are very there's a lot of us that need to not be here now now more than ever favorite phrase Um, I was like okay if you can if you cannot see yourself here then that's a problem and I need to fix that Mm -hmm. Um, now you as white lady are still able to move through the world very differently than brown humans are. But that has nothing to do with you not being able to see yourself here, which is my main concern at this moment. So the cool thing about it being a thrift store is I can address that need immediately. Right. Um, So I asked, I was like, Hey, um, What is it that you don't see here? Because there's a lot of black people stuff in here. But I like to believe that there are spaces in these other spaces to see what, for this town to be a safe space for you as well. Right? What's missing? And she's like, well, I don't know. I mean, that's for, and I was like, okay, cool. I'll figure it out. I'll find out. So um, I finally, I mean, I figured out a way to address it a little bit later, um, which is always 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 difficult because you want that one person that said the thing to come back and be like, (laughs) "Is this okay, you?" Because it is for a bunch of other people, but they might not have a problem to begin. Mm -hmm. So it's it's tough, right? It's tough trying to make sure that all of the marginalized communities have a space in this wacky space, because if you're leaving people out, then it's just as bad as not having anybody in to begin with, Hmm. right?
0: Um, You talked to, I saw you post, um, it was something the other day about the show that you have up at Long Gallery, and you're doing these portraits for people, and it's a free portrait that you're taking, and uh, you're sending people prints and things like that, but you said similarly you got kind of, you're getting different responses to the concept of, you know, taking somebody's image, and even if you're giving them something for free, um,
3: you're never gonna be able to make everybody happy. But you're a shit bag if you're not trying. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> um, so I'd never. And another. That's another <laughs> embroidery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, that for, one fits a little
3: more like bumper a na- sticker. necklace <laughs> that goes all around.
0: That's <laughs> a very long nameplate. Wow, that's definitely that's too a mich- expensive. That's a Michigan <laughs> bumper sticker.
3: Oh, <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. Um. So as uh, these two are wrapping up and I have a lot of these questions uh, from a lot of different people that are saying that some de- some do see themselves some don't. I'm like all right, look, I've never I've made up this town New Davenheim and it's an average of the names of the five most densely populated black cities in America based on census data, which is uh, New Orleans, Detroit, Uh, Jackson, Mississippi, Birmingham, Alabama, and Savannah, Georgia, right? D.C., not a real state. Chicago, percentage yes, number no. So it's very – because if I start picking and choosing, again, trying to make sure that it's non-me, picky, choosy as much as Mm -hmm. possible, Mm -hmm. which is a foolish uh, attempt, but here we are doing our best. So it's not a fake town. It's five real places, how do the actual residents of these places feel about what I'm trying for? Cause as I keep getting asked these questions, uh, the only way to get an answer is to go to the places where the answers actually are. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I went to three of the five cause I ran out of time and cash. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Detroit was too far up and, uh, New Orleans was going to take too long because I have a lot of friends and family down there, so I was just going to get stuck. So instead of New Orleans, I went to Memphis, which is number six on the list. <laughs> so it still kind of counts. And I took the path of the Underground Railroad to get between all of them. So I started in uh, Bethel, Pennsylvania, because where we the first uh, AME Baptist Church uh, is. Came down uh, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Savannah, Birmingham, Jackson, Memphis, and back uh, via Greyhound in two and a half weeks. Uh, And I get asked. I'm like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Does this work? What's wrong? Help me. Just tell me what questions do you have? These are what my concerns are. Are they yours? If not, what are yours? How?
0: You were just meeting random folks? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. Savannah, I had uh, a heads up because there was uh, some um, some friends that I have uh, down there that work at um, at SCAD and a few other you know places. And then um, there's a, a curator named Storm who's been very nice to me uh, and you know showed me around, met a bunch of art people. It was very strange, you know. I met a whole bunch of art people. It was the only time where I, during the thing where I had met art humans. Um, <laughs> So that that was cool, but also a a big mental chunk aside where I went to – like a lot of the activities that I was engaging in while I was in Savannah were things that they hadn't taken part of, and they either a lot of them are from there or have been there for however many years. It's it's, it's like us being in New York and never have gone to the Empire State Building, right? But if you took like the wacky guys' tour to the Empire State Building uh, cause there was a, a black history tour in Savannah by this dude named Johnny, which was still one of the most brutal experiences I've ever been through. I mean, the man knows all the stuff, but it just took you to a lot of things that were rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really rough. Um, so sometimes they turn into photographs. A lot of times um, they were just conversations. That's also chill. And one of the things that I was reminded was a dude mentioned that this was the first time that anybody had taken time out for him and that he had his photo taken in a non-state mandated circumstance. Right? Um, Because pictures still... It's easy for us to forget that representation is a real thing, uh, especially in these larger cities. But you don't got to go too far to find a person that hasn't had a picture taken of them or is able to balance the external mirror and their internal mirror in a real circumstance. Right. So based on these learned experiences, um, I have a show that's up right now at the long gallery in Harlem where it's a half photo show and half functioning photo studio. So, Most of the pictures that are on the wall, some are my dad's. Uh, The name of the show is Armor Photo Studio uh, House Visits. Welcome, because I'm taking house visits as well. Uh, But it's a wall show. I generally don't put photos on walls. Walls feel weird. Uh, But thanks, Lewis, for letting me put stuff on walls, I guess. (laughs) Um, So it's a bunch of the photos from this series. Some of the things are... From my dad, uh, some or mine. Armor Photo was the name of his. My dad's company, who did a similar, he had a very similar practice. So carrying on uh, that tradition. And then the back of the gallery. So you have to walk through all of these pictures to get to the photo space. And hopefully on the way to a photo room, it's not three miles long, but on the way there, <laughs> you can see some portion of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you know that when you get over there, it's going to be cool whatever happens over there. Um, And the response has been mixed, but reasonably pleasant. I think Uh, mixed because it's hard when you're dealing with a population that's been taken from for so many times that has uh, very valid trust issues with people coming in and wanting to take things out and not put anything back in. That why am I different from anybody else? Yeah, especially
0: mm-hmm. when it concerns art.
3: That's the number one thing. That's the sign that something's wrong, right? So based on the gallery having a good track record and Lewis being like a really chill dude in the community, they don't feel you know, too wild about, about whatever that is, which is super cool. Um, but making sure that everybody gets copies of the photos that we take. Uh, the Pictures go back to the people um i shoot both uh uh, digital and and film the final images are you know four by five uh negatives so still still trying to find funding it's funny we're talking about funding (laughs) at this place um but uh yeah trying to figure out a way because right now it's all out of pocket Mm -hmm. you know um i had uh is a, an uh, an organization at Man of Fine Arts called the uh, um, It's through uh, this lady named Eileen Kaminsky. She gave like a she gave a grant of you know small but very crucial funds uh, to help fund some of this, take some of the load off. But it's 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 out of pocket, you know, because um, if one easy way to get trust is to put cash behind your mouth, mm-hmm. right? So, if it means me paying to hand back somebody something that they should have already had, I'm totally fine with that.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think uh, we've got to put some cash behind this mouth right now <laughs> and hear from our sponsors. But we'll be right back with Ezekiel Muhammad. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm the scat man. <laughs>
2: Okay, I mean, holy shit. It's New York Governor Andrew Cuomo here again. Darcy just sent me the recording that Mayor de Blasio gave her and Sean to play as a Counterpoint sponsorship ad to this week's episode of humor and the abject. It sounds like something that an 8-year-old made for a School of Rock assignment because they want to be. Fever. Ray. I am livid. That Italian buffoon is a coward and a groundhog murderer. Are we just pretending like that didn't happen? He's going to talk shit about me trying to save a deer when there is documented evidence that he intentionally killed a groundhog. Listen. There's the tape, folks. A recording of the mayor murdering a groundhog. As you can see. The mayor is not to be trusted. He thinks he can fix the subway. Yeah, right. He will pick it up in front of a crowd, drop it on the ground, and then it will die of internal injuries six weeks later and the Staten Isle and Sioux will conspire with his office to facilitate a massive cover-up. And guess what? The groundhog that he killed wasn't even the real Chuck. The zoo thought Chuck was wild. And you cannot control what is wild. Chuck bit Bloomberg in 2009 and the zoo knew that the Blasio was too much of a tiny baby to handle Chuck's raw, unfiltered virility. They substituted a poor stand in groundhog named Charlotte. Your mayor killed a groundhog named Charlotte. If he wants to talk about fixing the subways, he can go fight himself. Thank you. This has been a message from your governor, Andrew Cuomo. Proud sponsor of Humor and the Abject.
4: Oh boy.
3: Love in here. Yeah. Wait, you're from so, you're, wait, you're from here?
4: I'm from here. Whoa, brutal. Did you? I don't look like that.
3: I mean, it's hard to tell. Whoa, it's hard. It's hard Whoa. to tell.
4: Um, yeah, it is. I'm from Washington Heights in Wood. And Whoa. I went to school. All like all yeah, I went to three high schools.
3: Whatever yeah. Three high schools in four years. Army yep. brat. Mm-hmm. Tighten.
4: It's uh yeah, it's called the No Child Left Behind Act. <clears throat> Fuck me over. <laughs> I mean, but it's, yeah. it's actually Where the you...
3: worst thing ever.
4: Yeah, with the application. Wait, I don't know how old you are, but yeah. thirty-three. Okay, yeah, so you're a bit older than me. And did you apply to specialized high schools?
3: Sort of. Anyway, um, is it that it's not interesting. Well, no, well, because but no, cause by, no, I find this fascinating. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> because the No Left Be- No Child Left Behind Act wasn't in place when I was in junior high school. There were a bunch of kids at the junior high that stayed getting left back for the express purpose of robbing kids that were in junior high when they were much older just for monetary business purposes well, <laughs> oh my
4: god
0: that's so, like the uh, that's like the Brigham young football team everybody gets upset because they're it's a Mormon college and so the the guys go on their mission uh, and they don't start college until they're like 21 years old so what? by the time that they're by the time that they're seniors, they're like these like twenty six year old men beating the shit <laughs> oh out the <my> 15 year olds.
3: <laughs> That's so cool. But, also, a yeah. great loophole. Yeah, <laughs> a great loophole. See, I remember oh when God. I when I heard that the No Child Left Behind Act came around, I was just like, man, like I'm out, I'm out of middle school. Where was it then? But also, I'm so happy that uh, a whole generation of uh, Star Wars T-shirt wearing Shaquille O'Neal hat asthma children. On uh, getting your asses stomped out for a dollar for a bagel um,
4: was it from the bagel carts that had stale bagels that were cut in half on every street corner no we
3: just there was a there was the, there's the deli oh uh, yeah yeah, and they, they it was um it was buttered rolls but mm-hmm. we used to get. Uh, We used to get jumped through the fence, which was very, very impressive. Because eventually, one of the kids, one of the main guys, his name was Psycho. I don't know what his actual name was, but his name was Psycho. Um, And why was he
4: called? Yeah, he was not a very nice guy, right?
3: He was very small, very angry. It felt like he had a beard and a 2% body fat but that's in, that's in hindsight, so who knows? Maybe he had like eight eyes. Yeah. You, you make shit up. But I mean, I do remember <laughs> getting my ass beat by a much older dude all the time. And it and, wasn't, he didn't get super violent because uh, there wasn't any need to. He just handed over, it's fine. It's me and a bunch of dudes that are all two feet taller than me. And I was like, what? what what's going to happen here? You know, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> Here's $2 <laughs> to split amongst six of you. Have fun doing whatever that is. And I'm going to go on my shitty way and read yeah. some uh, the Star Wars Dictionary, my favorite book. I'm going to um, go
4: on my shitty way. It yeah. explains <laughs> most that, of a, my... Yeah, the whole life. <laughs> New York City public education.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I grew up in uh, in Tribeca. Where I st- oh
4: oh wait, I did know that. Yeah yeah, I researched live. this. I yeah. Oh okay cool. Um my so my family, my dad and my brother went to Stuy. And my uncle missed Stuy by one point. I missed Stuy by like a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they grew up in that. And then um I went to this like pro I was going to some summer program in Stuy and then you know that thing happened
3: oh the, the oh the, the yeah. do you remember that why I have my uh new air conditioner
4: the three oh the three thousand people that died that morning i mean
3: they they came into um, <laughs> my apartment and were like we have to throw away everything in here. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! This is all because of that. Di- yeah, <laughs> that thing. Yeah, this Whoa. is all a disaster. <laughs> yeah. So you have to throw away. They heard.
4: Everyone heard about that thing. Like yeah. other countries heard about it. It was a lot. Yeah. Oh, get, I'm glad get that get you to, got this, this. I don't, don't even get shirt. to participate because I'm like not allowed
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> like not allowed to make light of it. But you got uh, I'm enjoying it though. Please go on. We're not making
3: light. We're not. No, we're I mean, I guess I don't remember them coming in and being like, "Well, uh." Again, as, as time goes on, memories change. But they they had like a, what looked like the like the Ghostbuster, yeah. like Ghost Detector. Oh yeah, and like yeah. that has to go. That has to go. All of that has to go. And just threw away all of our oh shit. God. And it was it was all right because you know a lot of people uh, didn't make it out of that one, which is not very chill. Yeah. But they tried to take as good care of those of us that had to live there as possible. Jesus. Which was which was very you're nice,
0: very close.
3: I mean five blocks. Jeez. Right? Now I know people that live closer than me whose houses were totally fine. Because wind current. Um but that wasn't uh we didn't get, yeah, we weren't as lucky. I mean, some people just couldn't go back to their homes. Like their homes. Like I had friends that had to move. Jeez. They're gone. Like house over. Go away. Like the clothes you're wearing. I hope you oh like that God. outfit for the next however many months till we get you a new house. But um, you know, they tried to it's what it's one of the things about actually being from here is there's a lot of these really wacky whatevers. Because yeah. New York is still a crazy idea of one of the larger places in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? Whether or not that's true. Completely separate podcast, <laughs> but <laughs> that's still the idea that many humans have about this place, uh, which is why when I'm traveling around, very rarely do I say I'm from here. doesn't really make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. I say I'm from the East Coast. That's generally enough. If it gets more specific, then I'll figure something else out. But that's just saying yes to a bunch of crazy ideas that they have. About you know all kind of liberally what like we're all like butt naked in the streets with like money taped to our mm-hmm. asses, just drinking beer all the time, which isn't too far <laughs> off, but mm-hmm. still like yeah You're a also, life that I would be interested in, but I don't have.
0: I know that I love that my relatives in the Midwest um, just think that I stand and pose with the fearless girl statue <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> stare down Wall Street every day.
4: Somehow, like shocked that you're that like a new yorker is against it without being republican <laughs> um you're also from like a loaded neighborhood like tribeca like right now i live in hell's kitchen and it's, it's it's a complicated reason why i live there that has to do with like um federally subsidized artist housing but if i say hell's kitchen no one understands that like it's a weird thing or also like cuz people move here and then there's all like it's super loaded right and like versus every like neighborhood and stuff like that. doesn't that's, translate. It's still one of
3: my favorite neighborhoods in New York. Which one? Hell's Kitchen.
4: Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's like some parts of it are pretty retained. Some parts not.
3: Well, because I worked up there for yeah, approximately 10 years. Where? Um, it was the, the Camera Club of New York, which is now Baxter Street, which is on Baxter Street. It was a functioning community darkroom that was up there it used to be on fourteenth Street and mm-hmm. then they moved to thirty seventh or thirty sixth or is forget one of the two, whatever. Um right over there. Wow. Yeah, so it was like thirty Yeah, yeah between eighth and ninth. So Oh yeah. 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 So it was great, you know, close to B and H, which is cool mm-hmm. for like photo crap. It was twenty four hours. I'm a night guy. So I was just stomping around in Hell's Kitchen mm-hmm. for a very long time. That's a long time at And, I think, yeah. and this, is, this is. many moons ago, right? So, like, Hell's Kitchen in 07, 08 is very different mm-hmm. than now. It's still a little. There's still like little wacky pockets.
4: Yep. Still now, too, because there's the. Uh, that highway, and there's like an under thing, and there are like hundreds of pigeons that like swir like, they're.
3: It's beautiful.
4: It's great. They're a family. <laughs> I love families. I know, and they love each other, and they take care of each other. Family-friendly and there's shit podcasts. all over this.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Most of what I know about Hell's Kitchen came from a series uh, that I watched on Netflix about the Irish mob. That was
4: not shot in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> 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 Wait no 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 I don't mean no 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 no
0: this is like a very bad this is like a very bad like Ken Burns effect zooming in on old photos not like because there's Irish gangs not a proper TV show I mean this was like how the Irish mob happened and Mm. then it's just like it's every episode's about a guy who died in Hell's Kitchen send me the link (laughs) later. I I would
4: love to watch that yeah Yeah. Um,
0: so but you went. Because when Darcy was on the first pod, we talked about Purchase, and then you went to Bard. This is correct. And these city kids, you know, they just boot you out. You have to go to a liberal arts college upstate. That's part of the law. Uh, Thanks, Giuliani. (laughs) I think that was part of the broken windows thing, that you had to get a liberal arts degree upstate in New York Mm, if you grew up here and were creative. But how was Bard?
3: It was one of the worst experiences (laughs) in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for asking, Sean. (laughs) Is uh, it is
0: now? Is it Bard Annandale on Hudson? This is correct. And which, what is Croton Harmon?
3: I have no clue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out that Annandale and Hudson is uh, not a actual town. It's, it's the five houses that are in front of Bard Campus before you get onto Bard Campus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they um, get. And they get.
4: Is it a swing district?
0: I, I, I know so little the about five college. people. I don't think anybody lives in those houses. <laughs>
3: Um, some bardian can comment <laughs> oh. in the in the comment section of whatever. I don't is, have, Now so. I have no fucking Well, now we have to open. build it. That's <laughs> very smart. Cannot comment <laughs> that's on that's any, very, that's very smart. anything
0: on the website <laughs> or anywhere. find me
3: and tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so what's At the... Knockdown
0: Center in September. All right, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, what...
3: wait, 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 wait. I should say, I should say very quickly, I'm going to California for the first time ever because I have a show that opens on July 15th. Um, cause that's a real that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Um, I it's called uh, it's called Black is a color. It's at the Charlie James Gallery. Essence Harden curated it, and it's me. Uh, I'm just gonna read Instagram handles: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sadie Barnett, King Texas, Patrick Martinez Studio, Leo Five, Nikki Presley Studio, me, and some uh, everything. Uh, it's gonna be uh, very black and very good. You should. I don't want to put that right at the end in case you stop listening. So, <laughs> but, um, now back to a horrible I like college. The, I like
0: the quick plug. Po- Wait, what do you mean you're going to California? Is it in a specific city?
3: Sorry, I forget. That's uh, there's, so it's a gigantic state. Uh, <laughs> I've I've been to most of the states in the country except for that one. You've um, never? No. Oh no! I only go places for work stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't have vacation time yet. Mm-hmm. Knock yeah. on. Uh, carpeted wood uh Mm -hmm. i am gonna be there for a decent chunk of time Hmm. i'm very excited very excited getting there early to help install stuff it's aware
0: oh my god what city is it in oh right i I totally (laughs) forgot um
3: I said the name of the gallery, Charlie James Gallery. It's in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, it's in the, Just it's in the Chinatown fucking,
0: neighborhood of Los right. Angeles. It's such a like new native New Yorker kid thing to be like, I'm going out to California. Yeah, like you you're know, going to Los Angeles. You're not visiting there's a whole yeah, fucking the state. Stuff. They say the same thing about New York. They yeah. say I'm going to New York and they mean New York <laughs> City. And I'm going, going to Sogarties. They do not fucking mean Troy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna oh, be in Saugerties. I an exhibition in Buffalo. <laughs> I had
3: um yeah my I saw everybody applying to all of these colleges and I was like you guys are just wasting money. You're going to one. Why are you applying to thirty? This mm-hmm. is absolutely insane. <laughs> so I applied to four: uh, Bard, Cooper, RISD, and the School Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. Um It was a good reality check. Didn't get into RISD. <laughs> Definitely not smart enough for Cooper, which everybody was surprised by. It kind of made sense to me. Um, I don't know, man.
0: Don't you have to be able to draw room from like thirteen different angles at the same time? I, I, I mean,
3: I re—I applied <laughs> to Cooper consistently for multiple years in a row. Just because it was like a mental check on my checkboard, I needed to have. Yeah. I eventually stopped, but you know, it's also fine. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get into Cooper eventually. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> So one of my gu- uh, guidance counselors like you should go to Bard, and I didn't really look into it. I was like, oh yeah, sure, fuck <laughs> it, okay, whatever. They gave me a bunch of cash, kind of. Um, then I get there, and I was like, wait, is this what you thought of me? Like this is horrible.
0: I've never been there. I just know people who go to the the MFA program in the summer, who generally seem like pretty smart, interesting artists. The and MFA program is incredible. That's all that I know about it is that it's this thing, but I. To be honest with you, I didn't know that it was an actual college. Fair, totally I, fair. It's not.
4: I didn't know that much about Oberlin until I graduated college. I think, and I think that Bard and Oberlin are different. I just realized now I don't have any like hard facts about Bard, but isn't it like one of those? Like I know like, my friend's sister went there. I feel like I get an idea.
3: It's very, it's very expensive. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it feels like summer camp. Mm. Um. I I saw the Northern Lights there, <laughs> like that's how wild of a circumstance it is. I don't even I didn't even think that was possible mm-hmm. outside. Like so, I'm, I'm watching TV in in my dorm, and a uh, half naked a hippie in body paint runs in, unplugs the TV. He's like, come outside, man! <laughs> Unplug. No. <laughs> so I'm drunk and angry. So I go to run after this hippie to yell. I'm gonna get outside, and it's actually the Northern Lights.
0: Hmm.
3: I'm like, wow! Thanks, wow. fuck you, shit, hippie. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> this is insane. But also, isn't this not physically possible based on where we are?
4: I thought the Northern Lights were like a Alaska thing.
0: I I'm a- think I am very ignorant. Do you know what? parallel uh bard is on like the in terms of like
4: the the latitude
0: <laughs> yeah
3: apparently the northern lights one
0: i feel like you could see the northern lights where i grew up which is the 45th oh. parallel okay which is like uh not super far north of like where Buffalo is. right? Um, But I think there's like a window there that maybe you can see it. I'm also a fucking idiot and have no idea what I'm talking about. Comment section, it's fine. But it seems, yeah, jump in the comments, let me know, (laughs) at me, (laughs) let me know what you know about the Aurora Borealis and if it's is that even what it's... I don't know. Oh,
4: that I is, do is, think... Is I do
3: the think... Sounds, but <laughs> always sounds how does
0: it shine it, down on Dallas yeah. then?
4: Wasn't it a long-running 45-minute dramedy about an Alaskan? northern Nor- Northern Exposure. Northern uh, Exposure. That's a good... I used to watch. I was really things. trying to make oh, it happen. Sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, you got that it. That's that. cool.
0: Yeah. That really I
4: didn't cool. know any other facts about Northern Exposure.
3: That's perfect. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, that show was amazing.
0: <laughs> but so you toughed it out though, <laughs> four years. Yeah, I made it. Were,
4: were you made actively? Do you look back on it? And you, or were you suffering when you? No,
3: got I was it? enraged while I was <laughs>
0: there.
3: Um, <laughs> I'm equally. Still, rage made no now. made no
0: peace with it. No, fuck that.
4: <laughs> with, did you know how long did it take? Like, so you show up there on like day one. You didn't? Did you visit?
3: I visited, but I picked the wrong weekend. <laughs> so I got the math and science weekend, mm-hmm. and the people that now Bard is a math and science powerhouse, but at the time, it was that was not the case. So the people that were there for math and science were not the let's say not, not my people. Right? Mm -hmm. So I left. I'm not going to stay here for this overnight Mm -hmm. with these people I don't like. (laughs) I'm going to go home and get wasted. I hear there's a party going on. I'm going to go have fun. I hate this. I'll just see what it's like when I go here because I don't really have any other choices. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. This is what's happening. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, My dad graduated college when I was in high school before I got out to prove a point (laughs) that I had to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, So. Whatever. It's not, you know, I don't, I'm not the first one to go to college in my family by any means, but it's also not looked at wild if somebody does it. Yeah. Right. So I went, and the first day I was there, uh, when you're sitting outside of the, the food hole, Klein, uh, <laughs> down, there's a hill that goes down and then up, because they da- downhill, flat, up, and down, I hear like go, hello. And I, I look, and it's a bunch I'm of sorry. wizards.
0: What? It's Wh- a bunch
3: of wizards. And then um, I hear, like, and I'm like, rah, rah, and then I look up, and it's werewolves, because uh, there are wizards and werewolves fighting, because they're, they're LARPers. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I had never, I, don't, I did not know what this was.
4: Purchase had LARPers, too, but since it's kind of like, it's a state school, it's pretty broke. And so the LARPers, like, were... They had like some sort of like chip on their shoulder where like not only are they like nerd ass shit, but like their LARPing stuff were like a gift, like the wrapping paper tube. Aww, like it was really that's
3: nice.
4: You say that like now, <laughs> but
3: don't you know. don't need you don't need much. That's true. Right? That is
4: like an endearing part of them. But they would run around the science building.
0: So um, they were dressed like adult men that go to pro Trump rallies now. <laughs>
4: yeah, that is a very Exactly. Like, Beautiful. Someone you'd see on Reddit.
3: I mean, that's just that's just a fact. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just those same yeah. people were actual Reddit mm-hmm. users before the rest of us found out yeah. what Reddit is. Um, but
4: no, they are great people. I don't want to make any enemies with the larpers. The, the love, larping. Loves, community. You the already LARP- have a few.
0: you We've got a few groups that
4: are, <laughs> are united against me. We don't
0: need to go with the larpers too. Yeah. Right.
3: Well, I mean, I. No, I, it's. Magical. Well, how, how about how about this? Right? Does anybody remember Warhammer? World of Warcraft. Let's spin back a few when it was still a physical book. Mm. I was a Warhammer guy. Really. If oh. you want to pull out receipts, <laughs> you don't got you don't got to worry about me. <laughs> I stopped at StarCraft. That was the last <laughs> of my interest
0: zone, but okay. I just wanted to make you uh stop a generation of people from going to Bard and see if that was possible just by getting I'm just Yeah. Kidding, Purchase getting... is fine. Uh... <laughs>
4: it's a school.
3: Well I I didn't I re- It's like the
4: Oscar Health Insurance of, of schools.
3: <laughs> Whoa. They have great graphic design <laughs> and no follow through. Yes. Is that, is that we will, oh,
4: will try to cancel your education and they'll just say to ignore the bill, but they never they never take it to a collection agency. That happened to me when I cancelled on Oscar if anyone is Really? Yeah, So you-
0: just go wild
4: you you won't be covered but they they but say they, they never give you to but they're a not going to follow up yeah. on it yeah and i was like this seems very dubious for me
0: but. single pair now
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that place sucks i think that's fair.
0: <laughs> but um
3: they also uh paid me to come back and talk to the senior <laughs> class <laughs> <laughs> which was totally cool i'd never been back uh, until last year uh uh-huh. and i graduated in 05 <laughs>
4: oh my god Did you make do you have any like long lasting college friendships?
3: It's funny, I became friends with a lot of the people that I went to school with after I left because at the time I I was there for work. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that many of the other you know colleagues didn't have to work uh, at all, but I that was not the case (laughs) for me. Um, but now I'm friends with a lot of bard people that we trade bard stories because funny doing so at a very small school where. We didn't really hang out while we were there. What we do afterwards, um, I think this is a good this is a good note to leave on. Right, if you've seen any of the stuff that I've made recently, and some of it is displeasing to you, please let me know why, and I will attempt to fix it as best as possible.
0: You seem like a very receptive and like generous person with your art making. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm not just saying that because I count you as a friend and like what you make, but in comparison with most people's ability to like field uh a criticism or a comment or some feedback, you like actually turn around and do something with it. And that's uh there are kids paying a fuckload of money to go to school right now who can't bring themselves to do that in like a critique session. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's like a very refreshing thing, Zigway.
3: Anyway. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, fuck bard single pair now.